This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about smoothies. Smoothies. I feel like this episode is approximately uh, 40 years late. Uh, I was was thinking more like... 30, no, little more than 30, uh, huh? Yeah. Well, uh, maybe, okay, well, we'll get into it. Okay, we'll it. get into it. Okay. Uh, this episode was suggested by listener Robin. Thank you, listener Robin. Thank you, listener Robin, indeed. Well, I just want to dive right down memory lane here. Let's dive down memory lane. <laughs> okay. Memory lane has become uh, a, a snorkeling uh, attraction. So, you know, of course, I remember uh, having smoothies at home. I, I remember... My dad maybe introduced me to them. I feel like he was the blender man in the, the blender household. Man, yeah. I mean, he he made all the milkshakes in the house. Sure. Uh, don't even start with the yard or, you know, bring in things to the yard. Oh, I thought you were going to say don't even start on how, like, I feel like in one of our first episodes, we talked at great length about how upset uh, you are when you hear the milkshake blender uh, hit the edge of the metal cup. I mean, oh, like, God, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, anyway, okay. Anyway, we had like a, a wearing blender with a yeah, glass sure. jar. You oh, know, we did how too, these, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it had all these different buttons like chop and stuff yes, like that. Yes, Do you I remember, remember that, that so well. How when you would press one <laughs> yeah. button, the, the other one would pop back up. Yep, it was that's very right. mechanical. That's right. And all the buttons seemed to do the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The, was number, did you have like number 10 liquefy? Yeah. Oh my God. I remember like <laughs> wanting to press that button and, and my mom <laughs> being like, no, we don't need to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I remember making smoothies and I seem to remember that our smoothies at home were never as cold cold as I wanted them to be. Okay. But uh, uh, but okay, so fast forward, but I, I really liked smoothies. Yeah. Of I course. mean what's not to like? And I do remember being old enough. So there was a certain point, so my mom had a twin sister who lived in the Bay Area. And I remember it being a really exciting thing when my cousin and I were allowed to go into San Francisco by ourselves. Oh yes. From my aunt's house we would take a ferry that would drop us off like near the Embarcadero. Oh, wow. That sounds and, great. And then we would take a bus. And I remember <laughs> it was a real adventure. 
And on one of our first outings in the city by ourselves, I remember my aunt told us about this health food store. Sure. Uh, We must have been maybe somewhere between eighth grade and 11th grade or something. Yeah. We took the three Jackson. I remember this was the bus we took. To get to whatever street it was that where this health food store was. And I remember my aunt told us about it because she always thought of this as the place where you went to get smoothies. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and you walk in and I mean, this place had definitely been around since the 70s. By this point, it's probably mid to late 90s. Yeah. This place had been around for ages and all the like the air in there smelled like it had been around. Oh, yeah. Since definitely the, know 70s. The, the health food store smell. Yeah. 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 And I remember there was a counter at the back where you could go order things. Mm hmm. We ordered a smoothie and it was disgusting. <laughs> and I just remember it had like never before occurred to me that a smoothie could be made gross. Like, is it was it disgusting because like it was made poorly or because it had like add-ins that you didn't want? I think want? it had add-ins that I didn't want. And I mean, we ordered what seemed reasonable to us, but that was it, it just had a lot of other stuff in it and it was gross. Yeah. And I think that was my first understanding of the fact that like smoothie meant many things to many people. Right. So I'm realizing now as I think about this that like uh, as I was like adding stuff to the agenda last night and thinking about my my smoothie, my smoothie life, um, <laughs> like that I was only thinking about homemade smoothies and like smoothie counter smoothies and yeah. not thinking about like refrigerated grocery case smoothies. Yes. We need to talk about that also. So okay. my memory lane, I think probably starts with world wraps on Broadway. Like I'm sure I had smoothies before that. Mid late nineties. Yeah, but like mid late nineties, there was a there was a chain, now defunct chain. There there might still be like a one location. I love World Wraps. I thought it was the coolest. Totally. Like it was uh you know, like when when wife of the show Lori and I first moved to Seattle or like a year or two later, there was this place, World Wraps on Broadway, that was a wrap and smoothie place. Yeah, because it like went hand in hand with Jamba Juice. Yeah, totally. It was it was definitely like you know, they, they appeared around the same time. Okay. But Jamba Juice didn't have burritos. Well, but they they weren't related businesses. No, no, no. But where one was, you would often find Absolutely. the other. Yes. Okay. And and I was I would be going to both at the same time. And I do remember Jamba Juice also, but World Wraps felt like a little more special because A, they had burritos, which were pretty good, mm-hmm. and uh that they were a local chain, and I wasn't sure if Jamba Juice was a local chain. Probably not. Wait, World Wraps was a local chain? Yeah. Based in Seattle? I think so. Oh. Or I- or possibly that I just like got that impression somehow and it was wrong. Interesting. I, so. I first encountered it in California. Oh, okay. So I, I could be wrong. Anyway. Anyway, it was uh, they had good smoothies. Like it was it was all like pretty basic options. I think mm-hmm. um, like I would always get the one that was the most similar to the smoothies I would make at home, which would be like strawberry, orange, banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, I just you know our, our longtime listeners will remember that I once worked at a smoothie place in Oklahoma City. Do you remember the name of my boss? Oh, Ian. Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony. So, I, I, you know, back to what I was saying earlier about how the smoothies that we made at home were always delicious, but never quite cold enough. For yeah. Me. Well, so I, I, I think that my my brief stint of working at Celestial Smoothies. Oh, Tony taught you the way of the smoothie. Tony taught me the way of the smoothie. And so anyway, Celestial Smoothies was a smoothie place in a, a strip shopping center in Oklahoma City, like uh, like just off May Avenue. Was it related to Celestial Seasonings? <laughs> no. No, because it would have been called Celestial Smoothenings. 
Uh, anyway, Tony, it was a one-man operation mm-hmm. and uh, must have been a real passion project because I can't imagine it made much money for Tony. Sure. Uh, I think that Tony had Vitamix blenders, I now realize. Sure. He used all frozen fruit, including frozen bananas. So I remember one of my jobs was to take ripe bananas, cut them into, I think, halves or thirds, and uh, freeze them, and then put them in our freezer, reach-in freezer. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because I wasn't actually sure whether frozen bananas were good in smoothies. Because, like, I have some bananas here that might not be quite ripe enough to be ideal for smoothies. And I was wondering, like, could I just freeze them? Oh. I don't mean, like, now, since we're planning to make smoothies in, like, 10 minutes. And that probably wouldn't do very much. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but I mean, like, if I had a time machine and oh, I could yeah, just use so, it one time, so t- <laughs> I would go back to yesterday and freeze these bananas. Well, I don't know why you would freeze an unripe banana. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I was, I guess, like, I thought maybe it would, like, you know, break the cell structure and soften it. Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't think it's going to change the flavor. What if we just punch them a bunch? Okay. Anyway, hold on. So, yeah, one of my jobs there was to peel and, and prepare bananas for freezing because, yeah, all the fruit that we used was frozen. And then we would add, I think, I think he had a frozen yogurt machine in mm-hmm. there, and there was always some sort of juice. Discovering that you should have all frozen fruit in a smoothie was somehow a real game changer yeah, for me. Yeah, definitely. Because it needs to be really cold. Yes. I don't want none of those room temperature smoothies. No, and I'm a person who's very prone to brain freeze. Oh, and you and, even and feel I, this way even about I smoothies? I feel like it's got to be like so cold it hurts me. Oh, I don't want it that cold. No, I want to be hurt by smoothies. Okay, okay. Anyway, oh, and then, of course, Matthew, I remember Jamba Juice, too. And I remember when I was looking at colleges, the, fa- <laughs> the fact that there was... So there was a Jamba Juice on campus at Stanford, uh-huh. okay? It was near whatever the like the student union building was. I don't even remember what it was called. Sure. What that thing. But anyway, there was a Jamba Juice on campus. What was the, uh, I the, was ma- like, the mascot of Stanford? Cardinal. Okay, it's a so color. It was it's it was a color. The, the Cardinal Hole. The Cardinal Hole. <laughs> that was the name of the, the student. Uh, in other words, the uh, deep, <laughs> the, deep red hole. It was called the Cloaca. <laughs> oh, oh, there was also a tree. I mean, it could be the tree hole. <laughs> there was also a tree. Well, no, but here's the thing. Like, the Stanford mascot. So, the Stanford, like... You know, the, the, the sports teams are called the Stanford Cardinal. Right. Okay. So your, okay. your college was like my college in that like, like, we thought we were too cool for a mascot. Uh, well, but then we had like a dancing tree. So I guess the tree was the mascot. But yeah, anyway. But, so like the tree, when a tree and a cardinal love each other very much. <laughs> they go, there's a hole. There's a hole. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, my my big complaint about Jamba Juice, however, was always that um, they were so quick to throw like sorbet and frozen oh. yogurt in there. Oh, I think like, we're gonna say something else. Why? Like, why did smoothies go from like smoothies suddenly became like a dessert? Sure, and I mean to be fair, they were already a dessert because like you know they were mostly sugar. Um, but, sure, but like but, that, it makes it kind of official when you when you add frozen yogurt. I'm fascinated by the fact that like juice has become such a thing when juice is even more just like straight sugar than smoothies. At least smoothies yeah. have like some fiber in there. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that was my little rant about okay, juice. Yeah, no, I went to Jamba Juice. Also, we would go to the Jamba Juice at uh, the Whole Foods on Roosevelt. 
Okay. They had one called Razzmatazz, I think. I back think then. I would get the Razzmatazz yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. The thing I was going to say is that they always wanted to throw some kind of protein or oh, nutritional yeah. powder in Spirulina, there. Spirulina. And, I, and I'd be like, like, hold the powder, please. Oh, my God. Oh, we're going to talk about powders. Okay. Great. okay. So um, we're going to make a smoothie here in a minute, but just f- for people who've been living under rocks, Let's talk about what a smoothie is. Oh, wait. I have one more little bit of memory lane, which is that we would buy and sometimes still do buy Odwalla smoothies yeah, in the grocer's pack, refrigerator like, like case. pasteurized, refrigerated smoothies. Yeah, and the ones we, we typically get are the Sea Monster or Strawberry Sea Monster. And the Sea Monster is like orangey, and the Strawberry Sea Monster is that plus pureed strawberry. Yes, my kid loves those. Yep. I do feel like they taste really different, though, from a homemade smoothie. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a whole different, it scratches a totally different itch. Yeah, okay. So, okay, uh, Wikipedia has a smoothie entry, which is where most of today's information comes from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, obviously, a smoothie is a beverage made by pureeing fruit in a blender. It usually has some sort of liquid in it, like fruit juice or a dairy product, like milk or yogurt. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Wikipedia refers to that as a liquid base, but I feel like you you only put as much liquid in as you absolutely need to get yeah, it blending. I don't I want it to be true. the base. I mean, which is true of milkshakes also. That's true. Okay. Wikipedia mentions like ice cream as one of the dairy products that sometimes goes into smoothies. It also mentions cottage cheese that is as a, a dairy nightmare. product that That's... people put in smoothies. Okay, so... To be fair, if someone did that and I didn't know about it, I probably wouldn't notice, right? Yeah, I mean, unless I do it was think still that, had like the chunky cottage no, I cheese think, texture. I think the curds would probably go away. I mean, maybe we're missing out on something really good. I don't think we are. Okay, okay. Anyway, but I'm just going to put this out there. If a smoothie has ice cream in it, I'm going to call that a milkshake. To okay. me, that's not a smoothie. I'm glad you mentioned that because I remember in the book, Thoroughly Modern Milkshakes, like one of our all-time favorites here at Spilled Milk, right? Is the sour cherry milkshake. Well, the sour, but also he talks about in the book like why he doesn't have more than like a couple of recipes in there that contain banana because to him, as soon as a banana goes into a milkshake, it becomes a smoothie. Oh, no, I think it has to do with ice cream, the presence of ice cream. Yeah, because a banana milkshake is definitely a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Well, glad we got that out out of the way. Okay. So uh, sometimes people add other things, obviously, like non-dairy milks, uh, crushed ice. Mm -hmm. Of course, honey people like to put in there. Although I've always like felt like honey plus frozen fruit equals like weird stuff happening in your blender. But blenders are stronger than that. Uh, Yeah. Blenders can stand up for themselves. I mean, I think Uh, it depends on the blender. I don't know if the if the uh, what what was the brand of the ones we had when we had as kids wearing the wearing I, yeah. I don't know if that one that or was, oster oster god yeah. that's right okay uh, of course peanut butter and then nutritional supplements like bee pollen spirulina ginkgo biloba sure protein yeah. powder yeah. i don't i don't think they even know what's in those powders that they have behind the counter at chamba juice no the people working at chamba juice definitely don't know or care right Anyway, so yeah, just to reiterate, uh, we're not talking about juice here, which is like uh, fruits or vegetables that are put through a juicer. Right. We are focused here on the blender. Right. So like the fiber stays in the smoothie. Well, yeah, which is why we drink them for the fiber. Exactly. Yes. So um, I, what was I going to say? I just completely lost my thought. Uh, Fiber? I don't know. Fiber. Juices. Juicers. Bee pollen. I was probably going to make a joke about bee pollen. I don't know. Anyway, I also, Matthew, and this may be controversial. Concentrate. I like to put orange juice concentrate in a smoothie. Oh, okay. Because okay. that way you, like, get, you get all the flavor, but not as much water. Got it. Got it. Okay. 
I also want to say that in this episode, I don't know, I, I'm kind of, I didn't plan to talk a lot about bottled smoothies sold in yeah, supermarkets. Yeah, no, that's fine. You know what like, I associate that with now? I, I recently had to get some dental work done, oh, and, they, yeah. and they gave me a bottled smoothie to drink, like, on my way out. Oh, well, which was nice. Which was fine. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about the history of Wikipedia. Yeah. The history of Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jimmy Wales had an idea. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if we could get all the world together in peace and harmony mm-hmm. to, 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 to create information? I'd like to. I'd like the world to get together and make the world's largest smoothie. <laughs> yeah, okay. All but, right. Okay. You you go into the blender first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so let's talk about the history of smoothies. Yeah, please. So I don't as, know anything about it. As you might expect, the the history of smoothies is in health food stores. Yeah. Okay. As specifically on the west coast of the U.S. I'm just remembering another smoothie memory. There used to be Rainbow Grocery on 15th, mm-hmm. right near where I live, and uh, there was a smoothie counter there that I bet was a lot like the one at uh, yes. the your place in Celestial. San Francisco. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, so health food stores in the U.S. on the West Coast started selling smoothies in the 1930s. I did not know wow. there were health food stores in the 1930s. I wonder what they were called then, if they were like called health food stores. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And it seems that the reason, like what enabled these things to be made is that blenders were invented around that time. Okay, that makes sense. So blenders date back to like the 1930s. And in fact, but Mr. Back then they had a hand crank, right? Mr. Waring was, I, I think, if not the inventor of the electric blender, he was one of the first like industrialists that to makes- make it. <laughs> he was just a railroad parent. One of the first industrialists to make it just in general. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? One of the f- first manufacturers, the first. No, I like in- industrialists. Industrialists are like, like Morgan and and Stanley. <laughs> like like the robber barons, yeah, yeah. aren't they? Industrialists. We're going to talk about land barons in next week's episode. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. All right. So yeah, that was the 1930s. The term smoothie seems to have entered the scene in the 1980s, and okay. this is possibly because. Of the business Smoothie King. Never heard of it. I've definitely seen it. I feel like in like mall food courts that or something. That makes sense. Anyway, Smoothie King was this business founded in Louisiana in 1973 by a guy named Steve Kunow. All right. Uh, who was a lactose intolerant soda jerk. <laughs> Is that what just what it said on Wikipedia? <laughs> no. Okay. No, that's me. That's me putting, <laughs> oh, wow. okay, good. putting Wikipedia into my own words because I don't plagiarize. Uh, unlike some people who co-host this show. <laughs> no, just No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're way better than I am at, at like, paraphrasing Wikipedia. I will Wikipedia. say again. What? Anyway, okay. So, Steve, our man Steve. Our man Steve, yeah. Was a soda jerk, but he was lactose intolerant, and so he began experimenting with smoothies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what Wikipedia said. So that he could actually drink some of his own concoctions. And he went on to found Smoothie King, which expanded across the U.S. and eventually was bought by a South Korean company in 2012. It's still in existence. And Smoothie King basically pioneered what we know today as like the smoothie business okay. and laid the foundation for other brands like Jamba Juice. Interesting. And like that. I, I, I've never heard of this brand wow. until now. Well, if you lived in New Orleans, you might be more familiar with this brand. because, Well, for one thing, the brand was founded in Louisiana. But also in 2014, Smoothie King 
contracted with the New Orleans Pelicans basketball team. All right. To rename their arena Smoothie King Center. Okay. And the contract, uh, I guess the original contract was for 10 years, so expires in 2024. But Smoothie King has an option to extend it through 2034. So so, it, so our listeners who are who are basketball fans like this whole time have been like, yeah, obviously we know about Smoothie yeah, King. Smoothie That's King where the Pelicans Center. play. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Wikipedia... <laughs> Question: what? Do you think you think they have a Jamba Juice at Smoothie King Center? Because <laughs> I love me some Jamba Juice. Wikipedia also wants us to know that quote the healthfulness of a smoothie depends on its ingredients <laughs> and their proportions. Many smoothies include large or multiple servings of fruits and vegetables, which are recommended in a healthy diet and intended to be a meal replacement. Okay. Thanks, Wikipedia. Great. So I don't know, Matthew, before we get into talking about making smoothies at home, should we make a smoothie? I think we should make a smoothie Let's at home. Let's make a smoothie at home. I'm, okay. I'm going to vote for my home since we're already here. Okay, great. I brought my blender. Awesome. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Oh, man. I'm really sad that we weren't just recording that. Yeah, remember when we used to record in the kitchen and God. you couldn't understand anything? Well, so we've made smoothies here. Let's see how it is. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, right? Very good. So anyway, we used a couple frozen bananas. Yeah, I wish you could have been in there with us because, like, the way Molly operates the Vitamix with its uh, what do you what do you call it? like the uh, pounder? It's, it's a plunger. The plunger. It's, no, it's uh, it's wand. Yeah, the uh, Molly operates the the Vitamix wand in, in a way that is brazenly erotic. <laughs> Matthew got the giggles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's because you were doing you were pounding and you were like looking at me like like dead suggestively. In the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know how I do. So we started with frozen bananas. And to be honest, when I freeze bananas at home, I do not do it the way that like Tony used to do it, where you peel the banana, you cut it into chunks sure. and then you freeze it. I no, put, you just fling the whole thing in there. Uh, yeah. When I, when, I, um, when I have bananas that are more ripe than we are interested in eating, I just throw the whole banana into the freezer. Me too. And then I defrost it uh, a little bit in the microwave so that it, it so that I can like tear the peel and it will kind of like slither out. Yeah, we've talked about this many times yeah. on the show before about how that's our ultimate scary Halloween costume. It's terrifying. Um, you know how they say like monkeys in the wild eat bananas like from the from the like pointy end, like the, oh, the opposite June, end. June cannot get enough of telling me this. Right. So I think monkeys store their bananas the same way. They just they just fling them into the freezer with the with the peels on. Yep. So I always put the bananas in first because the bananas are cold but they're soft, right? So it's like a good thing to have first against yep. the blade. 
Then I add my frozen fruits. I add strawberries, usually raspberries and blueberries. I think a tale of blades and bananas is going to be the uh, the much anticipated final chapter in uh, Game of Thrones book series. Uh, Yes. Matthew bought the berry medley. Because he, 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 we had a raspberry problem. Yeah. Which was Molly told me to get raspberries, and my options for frozen raspberries were a giant five pound bag of local frozen raspberries that was like $25, or a berry medley that included like three raspberries for $4. So anyway. So I got the medley, even though I knew Molly would not appreciate it. Oh my God. I, I hate the medley because it's like you can't control how much of each individual fruit you get. And because. A smoothie needs like a, a thoughtful proportion of. It fruits. sounds like you're a smoothie control freak. I am. I am. Anyway, but uh, yeah. So, uh, raspberries, strawberries, and blueberries. I usually use like a plain yogurt. Mm-hmm. In this case, I used Strauss. Trader Joe's makes a really good like European style yeah, plain absolutely. yogurt, much cheaper than Strauss. And then uh, when I'm at home, I usually wind up adding a little bit of milk because I don't usually have juice at home. But I had you get pineapple juice yeah, today. Which, and I, is, which is great. I think I could have used even a little bit more. I like it when you can taste the pineapple juice in the smoothie. Have you ever... Well, you don't make smoothies as much as no, I do. No, we, but- need to, we need to like reveal my uh, my truth here, which is that I don't have a blender. I haven't for many years, so it's been a long time since I've made a smoothie. But you could make it in um, with an immersion blender. I don't think it would really work. Okay. I think it would just get like all the, the frozen a- fruits would just get like gum up the works. Maybe. Yeah. God, this is pretty much the only thing I use my blender for. Oh, yeah. That was the only thing we used our blender for. That's why we got rid of it when we got bored with smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes if the strawberries aren't very good, it can taste really watery. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you add too many raspberries, it's too too tart. So then I will add a little bit of maple syrup. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, I have to say that the only exception... So this is pretty much how I always make my smoothies. The only exception to it is I will occasionally make the banana smoothie, which is an actual recipe from the Rose Bakery cookbook. Is that the one in London? Is it like breakfast, lunch, tea or something like that? Mm. That's what BLT stands for. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, there's a Rose Bakery, I think, in London. There's one in Paris. But anyway, they make a banana smoothie that is basically banana, lime juice, milk, and plain yogurt. That sounds good. I'm not sure, actually, if there's milk in there. It might just be banana, lime juice, and plain yogurt. And it is so good. That sounds great. We should have made that today. The only thing is, is it's quite thin. Okay. Because um, the only fruit in it is really banana. I mean, we could make that. We have all these things. I'm content with okay, this. Fine. But, you but you know, that's one you could make with an immersion that's blender. That's true. Right? it doesn't need to, like, crush a frozen blueberry. So, yeah. But, Matthew, like, like let's yeah. talk about this. Do you feel like, I mean, am I deluding myself in thinking this is a reasonably healthy breakfast or snack? I don't really have an opinion on that. Like, I mean, like, I, well, I'm I know we don't, we don't talk about that here because that's a stupid way to think about yeah. food. But I just, I feel like. I mean, it doesn't have lead paint in it. It doesn't have lead paint in it. I just, I don't understand why we have to put like sorbet and stuff in our smoothies when we can make them taste perfectly good. Yeah, I and agree. not And not turn them into dessert. I mean, I don't want to yuck someone who likes who likes sorbet in their smoothie, though. Oh, I do. You you do want to yuck that person? No. 
No. They're, they're a listener you'd like to yuck? <laughs> <laughs> Is there an acronym for that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, l- l- Lily. L- Lifty. No, it's, it's L-I-L-Y. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where did okay, I get this one goes out to all our lilies. <laughs> anyway. No, no, it's like... <laughs> anyway, I think my thing is, is I do really like having smoothies for breakfast mm-hmm. and my kid and I like having them. Like, I don't think I don't think you need to defend that. Ah, uh, yes, I really don't. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I think that think, sounds like, great. This world is so messed up. This world like it, I get so tired of being inside my own head sometimes. Yeah, no, I, under, I understand. <laughs> Like, and I think things- sometimes listeners feel that way, too. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, enough about that. But, okay. But hold on. I want to go further here. So, I really don't want vegetables in my smoothie. I don't think I do either, I, although I've occasionally had one that I liked. And I don't want people adding things to the smoothie to make it, quote unquote, healthier. Yeah, they're, like, they're I don't totally want, on board. I don't want that. I don't want protein powder added. That makes it chalky. Yeah, yeah, you can taste I, that powder. I do not like that. Parsley, I re- I do like that idea. Oh, like, I love the taste of parsley. Nice. I mean, you put parsley okay, on on here, fine, like okay, like spinach or kale. I feel mm. that feels kind of kind of like punishment. You know, yeah, but I mean, it's not. It's, I don't hate it. It just it just feels like like, and I'm giving you this like jolt of of like healthy goodness, and you're gonna taste the health. Yes, but, uh, but <laughs> parsley, like. You know, parsley I, I, is Parsley's real tasty. Pure pleasure. Yeah. Are we are we talking Italian parsley, curly parsley? I I usually get. We should we should have we done a parsley episode? I don't know. Do you have any growing on the balcony? We might. Ooh, I I have parsley growing at home. Yeah, I think we do. We should do a parsley episode. We should do a parsley episode because like I always buy the Italian parsley, but I don't know if it's really better. I do the same thing. I feel like maybe it's just a a snobby thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want like spirulina, whatever that is. How about uh, chlorella? This is something I learned about from producer Abby. What's chlorella? It's another green thing you can put in a smoothie. I just would rather like eat some green stuff later in the day. Yeah. 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 I made a big, uh, big serving of sauteed spinach last night Mm. to go with some sausage sandwiches. That was real good. June loves sauteed spinach. And I I feel like it almost nothing makes me feel like like you're a good parent than watching like, your kid eat. Yeah, than watching my yeah. kid just like chow down on a bunch of sautéed spinach. Sure. Mm-hmm. I get that. And when it truthfully has nothing to do with me. No, it's all you. Oh, great. Okay, good. <laughs> um, peanut butter. You put peanut butter here. I do like peanut butter in a smoothie. I've I think nev- that's really tasty. I've never put it in there. Yeah. I felt like... I, I don't think it goes as well with like a, like a berry heavy smoothie but i think some people would say that like scratches a pb and j itch yeah i'm not i'm not a big pb and j person though. oh okay i so, am so yeah i so i think you would love it really yeah try it my mom makes smoothies a lot and she puts spinach in there and peanut butter mm. and protein powder and i think avocado and all of that just feels like oh god avocado i don't like i know i know but you know what the other thing is so we've been talking about like um uh, north american mm-hmm. um you know tasty treat kind of smoothies when in fact smoothies are Go by many other names in other parts of the world. Listen to that. I mean, Molly thought this might be too much smoothie for me to handle. Yes, Matthew. Who's the smoothie king now? 
I mean, for instance, who's the smoothie <laughs> king now? Look out, Steve Kunow. Uh-huh. Matthew, have you ever had fruit sherbet or, or sherbet? There are different ways of pronouncing it. I have heard um, of it, but I don't think I've had it. So it is a, I think it, it, originated in Iran, but it is typical in, in sort of similar and related names uh, throughout the Balkans, in Turkey, in India. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Is like a fruit shake that's that's made of like fruit and ice blended together, is that a smoothie? Because I think, I've had that like in, in like Thailand and Laos. I was going to say, so yes, drinks that are blended up fruit yeah, that's a smoothie, right? Yeah, I mean, but then if we add ice cream, then I think it becomes a milkshake. But if it just has crushed ice, I don't know. I do think that's kind of a smoothie. Yeah, because, wow, like when it's like 92 degrees and 100% humidity and you're and you're like sitting by the, the Mekong River, there's nothing better oh, than a fruit great. shake. Apparently in South India, they do a similar thing with pineapple, like uh, pineapple smoothies that are very like, um, you know, unadulterated, just like pineapple and ice. Yeah, that sounds really good. Uh, and then, of course, there is lassies uh, or there are lassies, mango lassi, maybe other types of lassi in India. What if you took a lime and a coconut? And you mix it all you up? You mix it all up? <laughs> okay, is that a that's smoothie? a smoothie, okay. yeah. It seems like it should be. Do you think then that like a blended margarita... No, oh. that doesn't have any actual fruit no. in it. Okay. So yeah, there are a whole bunch of drinks that involve like blended fruit, sometimes yogurt, sometimes honey. I think that yogurt and honey often show up in a fruit sherbet. Okay. Um, anyway, there are tons of drinks like that around the world. We just don't call them smoothies. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Matthew, I, I want to close with a thought. Okay. Like, why are there not good smoothie places anymore? Like, why are we all like, why is there like so much juice and so little smoothie? Because even, even Jamba Juice, it's hard to go into Jamba Juice and just get a smoothie that's like fruit and liquid and like yogurt. Yeah. Just like you just go in there and say, just like, give me something with like liquid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think because it uh, this is this is a food that like is going to follow follow fads and trends and like you know it's going to try and incorporate whatever the latest trend is and also is going to like I mean smoothies are kind of out of style right totally now so, it's all acai bowls it's all acai bowls have you ever had an acai bowl no but uh, June really likes them okay what what goes into it is well, it like grains or I have only encountered them once okay. and June ordered it and it was like. It almost looked like um a like a blackberry sherbet okay. or sorbet at the bottom of the bowl and that was presumably the acai and it was like yeah it it almost looked like sorbet like it was really okay. frozen and then it had some yogurt, some honey, granola, All toasted right. coconut. But I don't really understand what form the acai is usually in cuz isn't it sometimes like a smoothie and sometimes I don't know. I, yeah, oh, I, my God, we should have somebody come tell us about okay, acai Okay, let's get an acai bowls. expert on Great. here. The most recent time I think that I've gotten a smoothie at a smoothie shop, it was at Emerald City Smoothie on Broadway. And I we had just, like, been coming back from a trip, and we're coming back late, and I just wanted, like, some kind of snack, yeah. like, right as, as soon as possible. And a smoothie just sounded good, and it was good. Like, I did have to, like, you know, specify, like, I want something really basic, mm-hmm. but it was tasty. I think a smoothie is kind of a perfect after school snack. Yeah. Like I will often make a smoothie like this. And especially if I'm taking June to like some, you know, some activity after school, 
I'll make us each a big smoothie, put them in like some sort of insulated yeah. travel mug situation, and we both just contentedly sip our smoothies in the car. Yeah. Like my, real uh, Americans. My nephew, Jesse, who's two, drinks a smoothie all the time and he'll like carry it in like a like a I think it's a Starbucks cup but but like like a you know reusable cup with a really tight fitting lid Mm -hmm. that uh, so far a two-year-old hasn't been able to outsmart amazing but that will change (laughs) oh so Matthew you're gonna really like this so um when we went to Hawaii for spring break Mm -hmm. there was in in this like shopping center near where we were staying there was this juice place and the the signage, like the way that that the logo worked, it looked like Juice LOL. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name for a juicery. But it was actually called Juice 101. Oh, it- I took Juice 101 in college. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was actually called Juice 101, but I love calling it Juice LOL. And so I made the whole family call it that. And we went to Juice LOL frequently. And I will say Juice LOL despite the fact that it does all sorts of newfangled things like acai bowls and whatever, will make you just like a regular smoothie. I mean, I, you have to assume any smoothie place will make you a regular smoothie if, if you, like, you ask for it and you pay for it, right? But They've I got think, the stuff. But this place actually had, like, regular, like, non-frozen yogurt that they okay. could put in there. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is, maybe that's just a throwback to, like, quote-unquote health food store sure. eras. But... I do like that because I don't always want like frozen yogurt or sorbet. So do you or... think this this episode is going to bring back classic smoothies? Oh, yeah. Because we're a very popular show. Like, <laughs> most people listen to us. And I think at least like take their point cues from us. zero 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 one percent of the pop. Maybe not even that no, much. That's, that's, no, that's like still a, a lot radical of exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> but but we got a lot of lilies is what I'm saying. We got a lot of lilies. <laughs> listeners, we'd like to yuck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we may not have like the most listeners, but we got the most lilies. <laughs> All right, so we myself. move on to segments. I think we smooth. I think we I successfully think we smoothed. smoothie. This was delicious. Thank you for uh, destroying my kitchen. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, Matthew, do you have a now? But wow, I do. And this was an article in Consumer Reports, or at least ConsumerReports.com, a, a publication that I did not know had excellent food writing, but they do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, and it's by Perry Santanachote. Um, and uh, it is about the phenomenon of the Asian salad, which mm-hmm. I'm putting in quotes. Yep. Um, and this idea that there is a uh, salad that you see on menus everywhere and see recipes for called the Asian salad that is not really a salad from any particular Asian food tradition. Uh, and the, the article investigates why is it called the Asian salad? Why is this problematic? And shares res- recipes for seven really good actual those, specific Asian salads. Those recipes look so, so good. good. Yeah, and it quotes, uh, it has a recipe and, and uh, quotes a uh, friend of the show, Pailin Chong Chidnant from, uh, from Hot Thai Kitchen, who we've mm-hmm. had on a couple mm-hmm. of times, and friend of the show, Ken Albala, food historian. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will link to that in the show notes. It's a terrific article. Uh, yeah. I forgot. You got what brain I was freeze. Say. Yeah, I got brain freeze. All right, our producer is Abby Circatella. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also chat with other spilled milk listeners. You can talk about about your favorite 
smoothies. Yeah, what do you on, what do you want to see in there? What do you want to see out of there? Yeah, uh, and and what are you going to do to bring back the smoothies of yesteryear? Yeah, we're we're on a mission, I guess, and we're wishing, and we're wishing someone would would improve our smoothie condition. <laughs> Wait a minute. I never I'm said Matthew Reddit. Esterburton. I never said Reddit. Oh, you can, you okay. can talk with other spilled milk listeners about how we're going to improve our smoothie condition. <laughs> just in general, just in, on, the, in the public forum. Yeah, on reddit.com slash r slash everything spilled milk. In the Agora. <laughs> I'm Matthew Amster Burton. <laughs> and I'm Molly Weisenberg. What was that? The, the Agora. It's like the, the Greek public square where you would like debate oh. the issues of the day. Is this related to agoraphobia? Like if yeah. you're afraid of, of being in the public square talking about smoothies? Yeah, which I, I kind of am. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. I'm actually drinking tea from my spilled milk mug. Yay! Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 